Hello and welcome to the Norwegian edition of the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Selectabet and joining me for this 100th edition of the Gambler Podcast is the gin to my tonic, Greg Browning. How's it going, Greg? Yes, good evening. Thank you very much for that overwhelming intro. <laughs> 100, 100 podcasts, who'd have thought it? I know that's been, what, almost a year now, is it? Uh, yeah, not far off, probably. I need to check, but yeah, I didn't think we'd, <laughs> when we started this, we'd be It feels like more. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's a compliment or not. I guess it's not, but um, hopefully the listeners don't feel that way. But um, we'll crack on and we're on our way to 200, so fingers crossed we get there uh, without any problems. And as ever, is joining us is uh, the all-important slice of lime in our G&T, David <laughs> Weatherston. How are things, David? I'm well, we? thanks, I'm well. Good, are you keeping an eye on the Moldy game at the moment? I am. I've signed up to a newspaper website so that I can watch it. Uh, but yeah, there's a couple of guys down my head injuries right now, so nothing's happening. We can keep us posted on that. They are currently in European action at the moment. They're 2 0 up. That'll do it. And that, was that an app today on the private channel today, Greg? Not an app today, no. Minus one uh, odds against. So I'd be much happier once they get the third goal and we can sit and relax. But we'll we're looking good. We won't be too far away. Uh, so we're going to have a wee look at this weekend's fixtures in Norway, as we always do. Um, a wee bit quieter this weekend. There's no Goals League in games on Friday, so we're going to have a look at a wee to see in um, matches on Saturday and obviously League on Monday. Before we do, we'll have a wee look back at last weekend, look back at some of the results, some of the tips, and see where things stand. So Friday, we got off to a great start, and it was a full house for us, Greg. You got three out of three, and David added a, a both teams to score double. Yeah, Friday was really good. Obviously, Hamcam delivered <laughs> for us as they what often do. Um, still waiting for my strip. It's not arrived yet, but hopefully it will arrive this week. Um, they, again, just collapsed in the last 10 minutes of a match. I think I put up on Twitter, um, they are tendency to lose goals in the 90th minute, and it, it is chronic. I think they've lost nine goals now in the 89th minute onwards. They've only played 10 league games. Oh, so it's just un- unbelievable. They have lost 10 points from the last minute of matches this season so far. So they're still bottom of the league, but they're still continuing to score. They've only lost one of the last five games, but unfortunately for them, four of those games were draws when they were actually in winning positions. So I'm, I'm fairly certain we'll see a ham cam win soon. But yeah, 3-3 three on three Friday, so it was a good start to the weekend. What are they saying about ham cam in Norway, David? Because... From afar, it's just a remarkable start to the season that they've had. Yeah, um, definitely not expected to be down where they are. I think uh, people are kind of expecting them to to pick it up. I think a lot of people, when they signed Marcus Pedersen at the start of the season, I think a lot of people thought that that might be sort of a catalyst to fire them towards promotion uh, positions, but obviously that's not worked just now. Well, he's doing his part. Is, yeah. The defence yeah. is not doing their part, isn't the it? The defence is not sort of there. I mean, I think this, this league is just so... Tight. I mean, it doesn't seem to be a lot between pretty much all the teams. Mm-hmm. Um, the Ranheim, I think, the Ranheim beat Eau Garden six one on the Friday, but then they followed that with a four 0 defeat against Songdao. So it's like, how can you predict a win when things like that happen? That's eight of invincibility gone there as well. Yeah, they lost two twice. consecutive games. So yeah, I think a Hamcam. I think I don't think they'll, they'll well they'll be expecting to get relegated, but they need to. 
yeah, definitely to sort out the defence uh, at some point. Well, as long as they don't, we'll keep profiting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, we had another couple of winners over the weekend in the uh, Bodo Glimt game. Um, David, you had them to win in both teams to score, which delivered yet again. And Greg, you had flagged up Sandyfield to score uh, before 65 minutes. Yeah, I noticed that uh, Bodo Glimt have a tendency to concede goals in the first half. And indeed, in the first, kind of first hour of game, so went for that market that landed, but I think we're a goal short for over 3.5, unfortunately. Nothing, yeah. seemed, it's been, nothing, sorry, David. No, I, I mean, it was probably one of Gleam's their worst performances. They didn't really convince at all, they, but they dug out a 2 1 win. And yeah, old cliche, that's what champions do, but um, Mold have lost four out of six now, so if Glimt can win games like that, um, that's got to be Oh, they've just hit the post, Mold. It's Steve Elson. It's Steve Elson. You're obviously behind times. I'm behind times. just ruined, ruined the footage for me. Stop ruining <laughs> Mold tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, so, yeah, uh, they were pretty unconvincing. Sandifjord are playing a lot better now. It's actually... Um, I'm surprised how much they've how much better they started looking since they were at the start of the season but um, yeah I think uh, that kind of game I mean they can't play well every week can they so that kind of game if they win them it's really shown that they've got a bit of grit to go with the, the quality yeah because well. I, th- I think when you look at Moda like you say they've only won one in the last they've lost the their last four they're now sitting seven points behind uh, Glimt and they've obviously got that game at the weekend a few hours before Glimt kick off so yeah. at the moment, if Glimp to win their game in hand, they could find themselves ten points behind, and that's a massive, massive lead for Glimp, and it'll probably set them on their way in terms of do they actually have the minerals to win the league? And by a ten-point lead after what fifteen, sixteen games, you'd have to say they could, and, and they probably will. Yeah, I mean, I think if if Mould had kept it tight, Glimp would have started thinking about it like they've never ever won the title in their history. Um, but if if you can get a ten point lead, as you say, and the ten point lead, although they're playing before Modo, that that Modo don't have a game in game week seventeen, or they've already played it. So, I mean, if, yeah, it's uh, it's looking good at this stage. It's it's a short season with thirty games, so and a tough trip this weekend yeah, for Modo. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they're at home, but um, oh, sorry, tough home, game yeah. against Odd. Yeah, who won seven out of eight. So yeah. It's interesting. I mean, they're playing tonight. They're playing on Saturday again, and I think if they win tonight, which they're going to, I think I think they play again next week um, in yeah. the Champions League qualifiers. So, yeah, it's it's, it's, um, it's going to be tough for them. We'll come on to that old uh, well, odd game very shortly. That's one of the first games that we're going to have a look at. But also just to touch on other news in Norway, and that's the appointment of Rosenberg's new gaffer. Yeah, I hope I've got this right. This time, <laughs> you know, I started doubting myself. Uh, hold on. Yeah, Olga Harida. Um, <clears throat> God, has he actually been officially unveiled? Yeah, right, okay. He has. So, yeah, so, so there's been a bit of a back and forth between him and Rosenborg the last couple of months since... Eric Hornerland lost his job, so um, Theron Henriksen's done a pretty good job, I'd say, in the meantime. Uh, got Rosenborg back up to fifth in the league, I think they are. Playing a bit, playing a lot better, but uh, Olga Harid has come in, the former De- Denmark manager, former Rosenborg manager from a long time ago as well. Um, had a short spell and uh, 
Molde manager have been informed reliably by my wife um, from the other room. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he, he's coming in. He's um, 66 years old, so fairly experienced campaigner. Um, be interesting to see uh, how he does. But, I mean, Rosenborg have kind of got a tradition of playing 4-3-3, so I don't think they'll be uh, changing the shape. Um, it'll just be a case of trying to get a bit more out of the players they've got. Well, they're starting to creep into, into things now. But I think that's been beneficial, the fact they've played quite a few home games recently. And as yeah. we kind of keep calling out, at home, they've been outstanding this season. But on the road, probably a couple of question marks still. So I've been interested to see if they can get that new manager bounce at the weekend. Yeah, I've got a decent chance away to me on Darlin on uh, Saturday night uh, because I've priced them up just short of, what, 45? Sorry, just mm. over 45. So... I dare say there'll be a few people interested in that and them at that price. I, I, it's a little bit short for me personally. I think Mjöndalen went in that terrible run and they've won the last two games, so maybe just <clears throat> picking up a little bit of form. And it's they're pretty defensive, and the Rosenborg's away form's a little bit ropey. But I mean, yeah, it's just the name close to evens. People will probably put it on a put it on a line, but. I'll, uh, I'll be avoiding them. I think. Yeah, I'm with you, David. I've um, left that game alone for, the, for exactly those two reasons. Me and Darwin have picked up a bit, a bit of form after a really poor run, and I'm still to be convinced by Rosenberg on the road. Equally, we're avoiding the Glimt game this weekend as well, Greg. Yeah, so I've looked at the Glimt game, obviously, um, in terms of goals and where we can get an angle and start. So, start, obviously, to get four corners um, is backable, and that could very well land but in terms of goals I think we kind of highlighted what the last couple of weeks now you're going to start getting 4-6 4-7 now on over 3.5 goals in Glint matches and that's exactly what's happened this weekend um, the 4-7 I think over 3.5 so for me it's quite an easy match to leave alone I think start will probably score I think Glint defensively still Judy's out don't keep many clean sheets uh, but for me it's probably a game best left alone and I think there's other matches that appeal more Speaking of which we're going to start off with uh, Oldest Game v Odd and that's what second against third Match of the table. weekend so, Yeah match of the weekend definitely So obviously more at home in terms of their record at home they've been pretty much invincible haven't they over the last couple of seasons they surprisingly lost to Bran was it last time at home. I think that was their first defeat at home in 30-odd matches. So yeah. they don't lose many. They're currently 3-0 up tonight in Europe, um, which is great. Um, obviously, Oda have just kind of come from nowhere, really. They've won five in a row. I think that's five wins out of six anyway, or something like that. Seven out of eight, yeah. Seven out of eight. So they've kind of mm. just been going about their business quietly. And I've probably not really noticed. I don't think I've had any bets on Odd this season so far. But they're obviously the form team in the league at the moment. They are winning games full of confidence. And if they win this match on Saturday, they can go equal in points with Mould, which is incredible given how far ahead Mould are. With a game where. in hand as well. Yeah, with a game <clears> in hand as well, exactly. So it's a massive, massive game. Now, I think in terms of Mould's home record, you would still expect Mould to win this match. But in terms of the angle I'll be looking at for this game, and it's an angle now I think I've had quite a lot of success in, in terms of Moda's matches for corners, especially Moda's conceded corners um, totals. So again, looking at Moda this season, they've conceded four or more corners now in 14 of their 15 games. So that's 93% for you, just to, just to call that out. <laughs> um, which is quite unbelievable, really. For a team as good as that, they are 
consistently conceding uh, a decent amount of corners. Um, looking at their home games, they've conceded four, three, seven, four, four, five, and five. Um, so that's six of their seven home games. They've shipped four or more corners, and they're welcoming in the form team at the moment in odds. So it's difficult to see how this game will pan out. I wouldn't touch it probably for the win-draw win market. I think Moda might just edge it. But I think there's real value in backing odd to hit four or more corners at four to five. Bearing in mind, as David said, this is a team that's won seven of their last eight games to hit four corners. Um, I think four to five is a, a really good shout, and I'll be taking that. Yeah, it's a good angle. David, are you going to be brave enough to predict a winner? Uh, no, no. <laughs> but I, I, will, I will predict a goal for, uh, for odd. Uh, I think, um, so Mould obviously playing right now. Um, they've got another game coming up uh, midweek after uh, Saturday. Um, and their form in the league's poor. They've lost four at their last six, which is just obviously, I mean, some of them have been a bit unlucky. They've missed a lot of chances. Definitely been an issue that they'll need to resolve. But um, <clears throat> they're conceding goals. Um, the four of four of the last six games, they've conceded uh, a goal in the first half. Um, odd in the last five games, have scored four, four in the first uh, four out of the first five games they scored in the first half. So I'm looking at odd to score in the first half here, hoping we'll get a little bit <clears throat> a little bit slow off the mark um, after Europe, and obviously odd flying with seven wins out of eight. So odd to score in the first half is uh, 2.2 in the decimal. Uh, odds market with uh, Paddy Power um, and yeah it's a really good price for me considering um, yeah considering like, Mulder, Mulder playing tonight and the form ordering Yeah I mean the, the stats that you've just given us back up I suppose my only concern would be that Mulder have only conceded five at home so far Yeah yeah I mean they, they still have I mean they've, they've basically got a midfielder and their fourth choice centre half playing at the oh, back yeah. just now so it's yeah, yeah, it's it's not ideal. Um, uh, it's just not ideal defensively. And I think uh, Haugen, who plays left back, he's been caught up defensively the last couple of weeks, and he's looked a bit weak tonight for me as well in the Champions League game. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I just think um, uh, at that price, I'm pretty happy to back the the away team to grab a goal. And considering Molda as well, they've genuinely generally not been as strong in the first half of games mm-hmm. um, this season. So yeah, I just think um it's worth a goal. Yep. Okay, so that's uh, two point two at Paddy Power. it's also priced sixty five at bet three six five. Okay, so also on Saturday we've got to have a look at Storm's God set v Viking. Yeah, so I guess this game for me screams out goals. I think David will probably agree. Um, looking at some Godset's last four matches, they've won 3-1, lost 3-2, lost 4-3, and won 3-2. So 21 goals scored in their last four matches. Um, looking a little bit deeper, they've actually conceded two or more goals in 10 of their 14 matches, which is pretty grim uh, defensively. And they've only kept one clean sheet um, in their last seven at home. So in terms of defensively, they have the second worst defensive record in the league with 29 goals conceded. Uh, They are scoring goals at the moment as well. Now, Viking have seen over 2.5 goals in seven of their last eight. Um, Again, defensively for them, though, they're struggling at the moment. 
in th- I think a third bottom at the moment, Viking. I think we probably expected them to be a little bit higher up in the league anyway. Why? I know I did. Um, they've conceded two or more now in six of their last eight. Um, and just looking at, obviously, where Viking are in the league, the bookies are taking no chances in this game. Both sides scoring goals, both sides conceding goals. And it's no surprise that you're only getting about, what, four to nine for over 2.5. Um, there's no real value here in terms of the Asian kind of cover line over three goals. So I'm going to brave it. And I think given the way that Strom's Godset have been playing at home at the moment anyway, neither side here is defensively strong. But I definitely think there's probably goals in this game. And I'm going to take over 3.5 goals at 57-50 at 8-8-8 sport. Now that's the kind of first lens in this match. The second one is on Viking corners. So at the moment, Stum's Godset are conceding just under six corners a game, which is fairly high. But when you look at Viking's performances so far this season for corners, they have hit eight, 12, six, four, eight, eight. And I think they've only got one in the last game. But overall, they've hit four or more corners now in 11 of their 14 games. And they've hit seven or more in five of their last six. So this is a match that Viking really need to get a result from. They're starting to slip down that league. And I think to hit five or more corners for Viking is even money. And I think that's worth staying with it as well. Okay. There might even be a wee bet builder in there combining both of those bets. Yeah, I think it's just one of those games where it's, it's difficult to see either side keeping a clean sheet. And I think given the how Strum's God set have performed over the last couple of weeks, uh, defensively, they don't keep many clean sheets. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if Viking scored at least once here, maybe even twice. So if that's the case, there should be goals. And if there's goals, you'd be expecting Viking to hopefully rack up at least five corners. Sure. Uh, at least that's what I'm hoping for anyway. Yeah, um, the only team who's conceded more goals than Strum's God set are Olesund and... That takes us nicely onto a game that you've thrown in kind of last minute, David, their home match against <laughs> Haugesund on Saturday yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so all of a sudden were actually, in the end, a little bit unlucky against the Rosenborg last week. Uh, they ended up losing 3-2, but they did a pretty good account of themselves, to be honest, considering they were 3-1 down at half-time and looking uh, under pressure to keep it to sort of below five. But um, this week against Haugesund, they're they're back at home and Haugesund a little bit of hit and miss. Um, sort of every, every, you don't really know what you're going to get with them. They've won four out of their twelve games only. But um, last week they got a late equaliser against Sims Godset and then promptly uh, lost it and lost three two. But they've won good. They away from home. They're just. Um, they're struggling. Uh, they've won once away from home. It was against Sandefjord. But they've uh, they failed to score in their last four away. Um, and uh, yeah, this this week at all they seem to, of course, concede a lot of goals. But they scored a lot of goals as well. They've they've scored in um, every home game so far. Um, yeah, they've scored in all but. Two league games. Yeah, all but two games they scored in. Um, And also they scored a first half goal, which is going to be my bets of the night, the first half goals. Um, They scored a first half goal in five out of six of their home games. 
and uh, 11 out of 14 of their games in total. That's pretty decent, isn't it? Um, yeah, pretty, pretty good uh, going. And I think our games, how you soon they'll be desperate to get a win. How you soon I think, are sort of fourth or fifth from the bottom. Yeah, 12th or sitting. Um, it's a game they, they need to win if they want to have any chance of uh, staying up. They need to start winning these games at home against teams that are in and around them. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be going for goals because they can't keep clean sheets. They've got by far the worst goalkeeper in the league. And really? uh, Nets, um, <laughs> and I just think uh, a first half goal. I think it was uh, um, two, yeah, eleven to ten, two point one uh, for a first half goal. And this one um, home to Hugson is uh, is worth backing. Yeah, it's pretty clear to see where Allison's problems are. I mean, forty three goals conceded, but in terms of goals scored, although they're sixteenth in the table, bottom of the table, uh, there's actually nine, ten teams have scored fewer goals than them this yeah, season. I mean, so right I, up I, there. I talk about their goalkeeper. The sort of teams I mean, that we really loved, isn't it? Shocking penalty last week. I don't know if you saw it. He came rushing out, and I don't even know what he was trying to do. He like speared the boy. It was uh, <laughs> it was shocking. Um, he he would honestly. He's one of those goalkeepers like at that level. You think, ah, oh, he's like a decent backup maybe. And if you saw him at the third tier, you'd be like, ah, he's solid third tier goalie. Mm. But just like for a team playing in a league stadium, and he just looks like I don't know. He just looks a bit Sunday league, to be honest. Um, and he's yeah, he Wait. along with the boys in front of him is not. They're not going to keep clean sheets. Let's just hope he doesn't listen to the Gambler podcast. I know. I didn't I know. know that he had played in Norway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it's a first half goal for Allison, and it's priced at 11 to 10. Before we move on to Obis League, and Greg, you just wanted to have a wee chat about Valeringa's game on Saturday as well. Yeah, so I had a quick look at this match. Um, I'm going to leave it, but it's just worth pointing out that Valeringa at home, very strong, three wins, three draws. They've scored two or more in five of those matches. Um, difficult to beat. Sandy Ford, as David said as well, starting to come into a bit of form. But in terms of this match itself, Sandy Ford's away form. They've lost five of their last six and they've conceded two or more in all six games. So I think the Volringa's home form, Volringa to win the match and to score two or more goals is 10 to 11. So it's not a bad angle to look at. It wasn't the shortlist. It didn't make the cut, unfortunately. Uh, but I just thought I'd highlight that on on the pod tonight. Yeah, OK. We'll get you to recap all the bets for this weekend once we're done with Obus League, which we're going to have a look at just now. So that's on Monday, 5pm kickoffs. Uh, undoubtedly, we'll be having a chat about Hamcam in a wee second. But first, David, let's have a look at the Grorud's uh, home match on Monday <clears throat> evening. Yeah, um, so this is a bit of a sort of a long shot price uh, single here, but I just think it's an overpriced uh, bet on Grohl to win. Um, <clears throat> so they're playing against uh, KFUM Oslo, who um, they drew with Kongsfinger last night, um, 1-1 at home. 1-0? Yeah, yeah. but um, their away form, they've not won in any five of their away games. Uh, to, sorry, they've not won in five games, full stop. They've not won any of their away games, two draws, two defeats. <clears throat> and Grorud have been a bit of a surprise uh, for everyone. So they drew with Hamcam, unfortunately. It was only 1-1 uh, on, on Monday night, but they drew with Hamcam um, 
away on Monday, but their home form, they've beaten Tromsø, they've beaten Ulshisa, um, they've beaten Songdal. So that's Songdal and Tromsø, two of the top three teams in the league, beating them both at home. First game of the season, they lost to Lille Strum, but they ran them really close, and that's um, <clears throat> that was they were pretty unlucky to lose the game in the end. So the only the only home uh, defeat that looks bad is the the three 0 defeat against Yarv. But um, to be honest, I'm willing to let them have one bad day. Uh, their other four home games have been pretty good, and at two to one to beat Kofa, who have not won away. Um, Lost two, drawn two. As I say, I just think it's massively overpriced, and I think the price is just based on the fact that they, they got promoted. Do you think so? Do you, do you think they'd be underestimating the fact that they obviously are a newly promoted side, and yeah, the bookies are still expecting them to struggle a little bit this season? Yeah, definitely. And and I think a lot of people kind of were expecting them to struggle, but the games I've watched them and they played some nice stuff. Um, I think we spoke about them at the start goals. of the season. Yeah, we said that we'd expect them to do well at home, but maybe struggle on the road. Yeah. I mean, it's a horrible. Yeah, it's not very like it's not really a stadium to be honest. Where they play, bit of a (coughs) astroturf. Bit like uh, Dead's Park, then, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a kind of slightly older astroturf pitch as well, I think, and it's just yeah, I just think at home it's worth having a bet on them, especially against a team that clearly struggles away from home. I mean, they're ahead of KFUM, KFUM in the league, and. like they're at home to them, so it just seems pretty strange to be priced at two to one. Yeah, I think it's a good spot, even forgetting the context of them being newly promoted and you know the expectations. I think just looking at the league table, as you say, they're already a point ahead uh, in the table. So yeah, if nothing else, it does look like a value bet at that price. Mm. Yeah, that's that's what I'm going for to be honest. Okay, um, so let's turn our attention to Ham Cam and. I think we've probably said everything that can be said about Hamcam, Greg. Yeah, I think we're very close to dedicating the podcast <laughs> just to Hamcam this week. <laughs> I, I've really enjoyed, obviously, the Oberstein League since it started. I think it's been a great league to back. I think it's very unpredictable, though, in terms of trying to back a team to win. Uh, but in the goal front, obviously, Hamcam, I think I've seen pre-podcast, I had backed Hamcam in one shape or form on the goal markets this season seven times before Monday and all seven landed. So it's easy to see why they are a firm favourite of the podcast and further afield. So in terms of their current predicament, obviously bottom of the league, can't keep any clean sheets, scoring lots of goals, must be a, a world football first to be bottom of the league after 10 rounds and score two or more in eight of those games and still be winless. It's just incredible. Um, Disappointing on Monday was the first time they've let us down. They were one all against Gorid after 22 minutes, and I'm stunned, honestly stunned that it finished one all. Um, they've conceded lots of late goals. I think I put it on Twitter as well. They've conceded nine goals in the 90th minute onwards this season. The manager must be just tearing his hair out. They've lost 10 points from winning positions, or at least getting getting a draw in the last moments of matches. Um, they've only lost one of their last five. So, difficult in terms of backing them to win matches, obviously. They've still not won a game yet, and they've travelled to Sadness. That will come. <clears throat> good bad news. Uh, I've got bad news for you, Greg. The, the manager's just been sacked yesterday. So, uh, they have... Yeah, so that was yes, Ben Olsen. He's, he's just finished his handcam trainer. So, 
I don't know if that throws a spanner in the works or not. But, I don't um, think it does, to be fair. No. I think when this often happens, how often do you see a team loser manager, they'll have a caretaker or an assistant in place, and yeah. they go out and produce yeah. a fantastic result? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's possible, it's possible. But the, the, <clears throat> the, the challenge we've got here is they travel to Sunnes, so Sunnes will be delighted to be back at home. And the reason why I say that is they've been battered 4-0, 5-0 and 4-1 in their last three away matches, which is in stark contrast to their home form. And I think there's probably a trend here, David, probably with Norway being a massive country, these being obviously second-tier sides in terms of preparation, you do see a lot of the home sides performing well yeah. and probably a lot fewer away wins. Looking at Sandnes, though, they've won four and drawn one of their five home games. So they've won four, three, two, one, two, one, three, one, and a one-one draw. So both teams have scored in all five. Um, I think Hamcam losing their manager does throw a lot of spanner on the works, but given how well Hamcam have been doing on the goal front, um, how do you oppose goals here? I, I hmm. can't find an angle to oppose goals. I think on Monday, obviously, Seven seven wins in a row for us on Hamcam. They drew one on Monday, but I think we can allow them uh, a bad day at the office in the goal front. And, and, I, and I do believe that backing goals here, again, is the right way to go. I think Sandnes' home form stacks up well, scoring lots of goals. And I think with Hamcam and Pedersen up front, um, they are more than capable, as we know, of scoring one or two goals. And obviously we know they've hit eight, sorry, two or more goals now in eight of their 10 matches and yeah. 8 of their 10 games have also gone over 3.5 so really really surprised to see this game as big as 5-4 to four over 3.5 but what that allows us though it gives us a little bit of room on the Asian goal line so really surprised to see us getting 5-6 to six for over 3 goals on the Asian goal line which means obviously money back if there's only 3 goals and it wins obviously if there's 4 so I, I do like that little safety net sometimes of having the Asian line for three or more goals. But I, I wouldn't be surprised to see over 3.5. Yeah, I mean, it's, just, five to four. it's really just about trying to find an angle with goals uh, on these AMCAM games, isn't it? And uh, yeah, that looks as good, as good a way to back it as any. Um, so we'll mark that down as your tip for that game. David, you want to have a look at this game Um on the over two and a half goal market, but you want to double yeah. it uh, with <clears throat> Ranheim v Strumman. Yeah, yeah. So, um, obviously, Greg's <clears throat> talked about Sandnes and Hamcam. Just uh, over two and a half in eight out of ten games for both of them. Um, and the other two games, it's been two goals So mm-hmm. for both of them as well. So, I think there's a, every chance. And just to, just to talk about the sort of travelling, like Hamar to Stavanger, which is where Sandnes is, it's like a... It's a, it's a Sort of eight-hour drive, so I don't know if I think they'll probably fly from Oslo to Stavanger, but um, not gonna lie to you. My Norwegian geography is <laughs> yeah, much but that's better. the thing. Though. I think people <laughs> think Norway's like not that big, but I mean the traveling is pretty huge for some of these teams if they can't You're afford a flight or if there's no flights going. Traveling to northern Scotland, <laughs> I mean, or, it's six, or further. Yeah, the best part is six hundred kilometers. So. Inverness to yeah. Southampton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you if you're going from sort of yeah, I mean, like Tromsø for example, that's so far up. But obviously they'll be flying 
But um, yeah, the journeys are pretty pretty big um, for this level especially. But um, yeah, so just to go back to my double. So the other team, the other game is there. Uh, Ranheim the Strim in. So Ranheim obviously hammered Eugarden as I said on Friday six one, followed up with a four 0 defeat. But um, I think at home to Strim in, they should uh, they should get back to winning ways. And um, every every game they've played so far has had over two and a half goals. So I'd like to think that that would uh, that would remain the same in uh, Strim in uh, eight out of the ten games. Um, has had over two and a half goals uh, away from home. They've lost four, conceded uh, ten in the five games, so average of two a game. But um, that's not been against uh, Ranheim, who have scored the most goals in the division. They scored twenty nine in the ten games, uh, eighteen out of five games at home. Um, I just think at home to Sturm and they'll be far too strong, and they'll bounce back with another convincing win, which uh, should, yeah, I can see them racking up. Three or four in this one themselves without needing uh, Thurman to score. Okay, so that's the two and a half goals double then in those two games, and that pays. I think I had out one point two one, so just like five to four at bet three six five. Yeah. Okay. Just a couple of observations so far on the Obus League, and so I think at the moment it's a really really high volume of draws. Um, a lot of those draws though tend to be scoring draws, and I think as we've seen so far with some of the sides, lots of two all draws. And I guess the second point I want to make is, on the corner front, uh, I've started backing four or more corners in the first half. So it's a sky bit special at the moment on a Monday. Uh, landed last week at 10-1. to 1. I think this weekend it was 5-7. at 7. But if you look at the corner counts in some of these games, I think corners is probably an angle I'm going to start looking at a little bit more. Now that we're kind of 10 weeks in now, probably got a decent data set to start looking at corners and I think that could be a nice angle um, maybe starting from next week on, on, on the corner front Yeah, I'm just going to go and put my lucky 15 on and 2-2 two, two draws all across the <laughs> week <laughs> see how we go on uh, OK, can you guys just give us a wee recap then of all the bets for this weekend, starting with yourself Craig? Yeah, so um, first up on Saturday in the early kickoff at 2 o'clock I'm taking the mode of the odd game, I'm taking odd to hit four or more corners at four to five. Um, moving on, that's with Skybet. Um, next up is Strum's Godset versus Viking, and I'm taking over 3.5 match goals, and that pays 57 to 50 with 888 Sport. And I'm also taking Viking to hit five or more corners at even money. And finally, I'm taking the Sanez versus Hamcam match on Monday in the Obus League and I'm taking over three goals on the Asian line at five to six. And yourself, David? Yep. Uh, first of on Saturday, the odd mode of game as well. I'm looking at odd to get a goal in the first half. That is at, uh, 11 to 10. No, 6 to 5. Sorry, that was at 6 to 5 on uh, Paddy Power. Um also looking at Olesund to get a goal in the first half against Haugesund. That was at 11 to 10. Um, on to Monday, looking at Grorud to book to win at home to KFUM Oslo. That is um, 2 to 1 with uh, about 365, I think. And also the over 2.5 goals double, San Nezulfi Hamcam and the Ranheim v Strimman. And that pays just better than five to four with um, Paddy Power. Stuff. 
Okay, so that's us for this week's Norwegian Football Podcast. Um, keep your eye out for our other football podcast this week where Greg and I will be taking a look at weekend's matches in Scotland and Belarus. Belarusian football is back this weekend, Greg. Hooray! Uh, we might even have a look at some of the French stuff, am I right, in saying that they are back up and running this weekend? Well, yeah, the first so... game was cancelled. <laughs> yeah, and we gone. Liga 2 starts on Saturday, so I think for those of you who've been following me now for a good couple of years will know that Friday nights for me are all about Liga 2 in France, so it's not a league that you get many goals in, but you get terrific value, and if you can find some decent nuggets, um, I think last season on the first half goal market, I think between what, November and December, I think we hit three 50-1 odd winners, I think, on the first half goals. And bearing in mind the fact that you don't get many goals in France, you get huge odds on first half goals for mm-hmm. all eight matches. Yes. Yeah. So definitely, I'll be focusing on again this season. Now I think at the moment, first round of the games is on Saturday. So it's interesting to see when they play matches normally. It's normally a Friday night at seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see um, if that's the case this season for now. Yeah, we'll look forward to that one coming back into play and a few others over the next few weeks. Um, so keep an eye out for that podcast, which should be available kind of late Thursday night, um, early Friday morning. In the meantime, don't forget you can follow the guys on Twitter. Greg is at Browning84Greg and David is at dweatherston 11 um, And also you can catch some more in-depth coverage of the game in Norway on David's excellent blog, which is at likeaweatherstone, with an e.blogspot.com. Uh, and that's well worth a read. If you're not already a member of Greg's private channel, then you should visit gambler.co.uk for all the details on how to sign up there and get involved. Uh, as a member, you'll get daily tips from Greg, direct to your phone via their private Telegram channel. Um, we've had some great feedback from members so far, Greg. Yeah, been really good, actually. I think um, the service that we're de- delivering isn't just about about tips. It's about kind of opening up people's eyes to different markets, different leagues, and just trying to find value in, in different markets. So, by all means, it's going to be judged upon results. And so far, it's been fantastic since we started what, start in July. Yeah, yeah. So really, really good start. Um, really, um, in terms of the numbers, quite um, overwhelming, isn't it? In terms of yeah. how many guys have signed up so far. So a big thank you from me to, to all the members. And we'll keep looking for value and keep looking for winners. Indeed. So that's us for this week. Thank you for listening. Massive thanks to David uh, and his wife uh, once again for joining (laughs) us, Um, joining Greg and I on the podcast. uh, And thanks to Greg as well for your tips and good luck this weekend with all your bets, guys. Yes, thank you. Good luck.